Welcome to the Embracing Your Unlimited Possibilities podcast, the podcast that will rock your world. I am Carol A. Briney, and I am honored and humbled to be your host on this journey. It is my passion to help you to hear and follow your inner guidance so that you can live the life of your dreams. This podcast asks the question, do you remember who you were before everyone told you who you should be? I am here to remind you of your intimate connection to Source. You, my friend, are a divine being having a human experience here on Earth, not the other way around. And just in case you cannot see the divine in yourself, I will be here to hold that vision for you until you can see it too. Joyous greetings and welcome to the Embracing Your Unlimited Possibilities podcast. I am your host, Caraway Briney, and I am thrilled to be here with you as we walk down our path of never-ending joyous expansion together. Today we're going to talk about a fun topic called It's All Good, because life truly is all good. Sometimes we got to look for the good, but it is all good. Before we get started, though, I just want to mention that I am having an eight-week telecourse on learning to love yourself. It's called It's All About You, a workshop to learn to really love yourself. Because loving yourself is where it all begins. Loving yourself is the key to creating a truly spectacular, marvelous, miraculous life. If you want to know more about this seminar, this is actually going to be a pilot program, so it's going to save you $100. It's only $49 for the entire eight-week program. We will be meeting on the telephone from the comfort of your home once a week during that eight weeks. And at the end of the eight weeks, you are going to be so excited that you took the time to love yourself so that you too can create the life of your dreams. If you want to know more about this, go to my website, uh, click under podcast or under blogs, and then under blog, it would be events, or you can go to my Facebook page or my Twitter accounts, and you can learn all about this. Worst case scenario, if you really want to know and you can't find the information, email me at carol at carolabriney, B-R-I-N-E-Y dot com, and I will get the information out to you. Would love to see you. It's going to be starting on March 15th. It's I'm only taking a limited amount of people. Uh, once again, this is a pilot program, so it's going to save you a bunch of money. So you want to get on this early. And the first 20 people who... In, register or paid registrants will get a one hour uh, conversation with me, a little mentoring session for one hour with me, which is a value of $150 too. So looking forward to seeing you there. Once again, we are going to talk about it is all good. How do you choose to live your one and only life? This go round. See, whether you believe in only one life or whether you believe in many lives that you come back many times, 
This one time is the time we're talking about, and it is a very limited amount of time. We all have such a short, just a blink of time on this earth. So once again, I ask you, how do you choose to live your life? Do you choose to see the good, the God in everything? Or are you a Nelly or Ned Naysayer? Do you see the glass half empty or the glass half full? And the best question of all is, does the room light up when you walk in? Or does it light up when you walk out? Whether you attend my live workshops or listen to my podcast, you always hear me speaking about our gift of free choice. That's our superpower in this world. The source, our creator, gave us all free will and free choice in everything we do. So it stands to reason that we can always choose to see the good, the God, in everything. Even though sometimes it might be a little difficult to see at first. Most often when I talk about seeing the good in everything and living that way, I have at least one person who comes up to me at the end of the event and has a bunch of questions about this fact. They usually say something like, how can a house fire or an illness or even a death be good? How can you possibly see the good in that? How can you see the good in a world disaster? See, I'm not here to make light of anyone's pain. Yes, these things can make you feel badly if you let them. And if you are actually dealing with the challenge on a first-person basis, it will take you some time to work through it, some time to find the good, some time to, to work through the hurt and the pain. But there is always good at the end of the rainbow if you look for it. And if you really look, it's always there. Even in death, we get the chance to celebrate someone's life. In a natural disaster, we get to come out to, to, to see who came out to help, who volunteered. We get to see the people who came out of the woodwork doing wonderful, nice, lovely things with an outpouring of love. People that you would never even knew have known they were there before this disaster struck. And they came out and they showed you the good, the God in them and the good and the God in this world. Even when 9-11 came around, I would never make light of 9-11. People lost so much in 9-11. Americans and the world lost a lot in 9-11. But the good that came out of 9-11, the good was people became kinder and gentler. If even just for a short while, we all stood side by side together, looking at how we could help our neighbors. How could we help people who were affected by this tragedy? How could we do something to make a difference? And that is the good, the God that was in 9-11. It's there all the time. We just need to learn to look. People also ask me, how can you see good in other people being killed or people starving? Well, what I know from many years of spiritual study is that I can never 
feel bad enough to fix anybody's problems. I need to look for the good because when I feel bad, when I am upset or angry or hateful, all it does is send more negative energy out into the world. When I am loving, when I am kind, when I am looking for the good, when I am looking for what I can do that is good, I am serving, sending positive energy out. I urge you to think about this, really critically think about this. You cannot feel badly enough about anything to fix it. Think about that. You're feeling bad. You're feeling sick. You're feeling unhappy. You're feeling angry or hate. Cannot fix anything. We can do our part if we pour out positive, healing, beautiful, loving energy to the cause, the area, or the people involved in the tragedy. We can also help by volunteering, perhaps sending money or doing kind things. This is the only way we can help. It's the only way we can do make a difference. If I thought for one second that by feeling bad or feeling hate or angry could help others, could make it better for them, I would say have at it. Go for it. But I know this is a fact. It can't be done. We cannot feel bad enough to make other people feel good. We cannot get sick enough to have someone else feel well. And we cannot get angry enough to have someone else feel good. We need to look for the good in things. We need to look for the God in things. It says in the Bible that God made everything and it was all good. So how can anything in this world be not good? There has to be good in every single thing out there. Somewhere around it, inside it, beside it, behind it, there is good that happens from everything. Even when we have to struggle to see the good. Even when things seemingly go wrong in our lives. When we fail at something. When something just completely blows up or we lose a lot of money or our confidence or our pride takes a ding, there is always more good in a failure than there is in a success. Most often when we are successful, we sit back and just kind of bask in the glory. There's nothing wrong with being proud of ourselves and content with the success. But where is the learning in success? If we want to grow and live a life of never-ending expansion, our failures and challenges are what teach us the most. Our failures and challenges, the challenging times, teach us contrast in our life. They teach us what we don't want, what doesn't feel good. If we allow our failures and our challenges to teach us how to find what we do want, and how to choose how we do want to live, our life will grow. We will look for better ways to live. We will live in joyous expansion. Thus, it is indeed all good 
It simply depends on how you choose to look at things. Are you a woe is me person or a person who knows it is indeed all good? I challenge you to find the good in everything, the God in everything. It is out there. Be appreciative. Take a minute. Say thank you for your life. Say thank you for the lessons that life brings us. Say thank you for the things that happen in your life that make you know what it is that you don't want because then you can choose what it is that you truly do want. It's so important to remember to look for the good and to be appreciative of everything. I am sending you all green lights. Go out, make it a spectacular day. And so, until next time. It's time to say so long for another day. Remember, you, my friend, are an awesome, wonderful, delightful, caring, fabulous, beautiful, giving, super fine, divine being here on this planet to enjoy your ever-expanding possibilities. Follow your bliss, allow your light to shine, and by doing so, you are automatically giving your best to the world. So until next time, when we will be discussing your unlimited possibilities, namaste.